in a world looking for something to listen to. A group of friends rise to the challenge. It's Pop Samurai, starring action podcast star Jelani Hoon, five-time Academy Award non-nominee Alex Pacheco, and Poland's favorite professional wrestler, Paul Peck. Pop Samurai. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Pop Samurai Scene Dojo, our weekly entertainment podcast where we talk about things in the movie and TV world and just have some fun with it. We're not experts. We're just fans, friends gathering around and talking just like your friends would because you're our friends as well. Good stuff. <laughs> I'm your host, Johnny Hoon. With me today is Alex Pacheco and Paul Pack. Yeah, we're all here. Yeah, full crew is I'm back. Alive. Thank you guys for joining me at the Madison WideCon interviews that I released over the week. We have some really great ones. You can check them out on YouTube and uh, on our regular podcast channels. Um, I had a great interview with Dead Girl Winter and uh, Victoria Bell cosplay for Dead Girl cosplay for Dead Girl's Dark uh, Coffin Classics. Um, we I also had an interview with uh, Katie Cadaver. Um, she was another dead girl slash makeup artist for uh, uh, Milwaukee's favorite rat, rat bat spider uh, band. So she's really great. Rat bat spider man. Mm. Yeah, rat bat spider. Rat, rat bat spider. Rat slash band. Spider. band. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a band. And then um, who did I also have? I had uh, a creator of Legends of Draxia, the uh, card game. Um, come on, talk about his uh, card game and how he created it from there. He was there demoing a lot of that, uh, that stuff there. He's great guy so check that out jimmy sanders interview uh over there and of course we had randy and luigi come on and just have some fun where we talked about special things you could do with funnels so it was great 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 time (laughs) i i haven't even listened to that one yet because i'm afraid to (laughs) all our marketing was all just like just pictures of of like people smiling at funnels (laughs) i i seen i seen uh in one of the jackass movies i saw steve do something with the funnel and it's, so i was like i don't know if I'm it's probably to what we're talking about i don't know yeah. we call it the channeling it was great the so channeling. it's called the channeling that's what the movie that's what the whole episode is called so it was great um so check it out over there on youtube or on our regular uh podcast channels that we release on stitcher and itunes so please subscribe to us there don't forget to follow us on twitter at pop samurai cast you can find us over there and you know Spread the word for us, guys. We appreciate it. And don't forget, you can get over to pi- patreon.com slash pop samurai. You can help donate to the show there. Help us achieve our goal of uh, creating some new content for you guys. We've got three new shows in the works that could go if we hit those goals on Patreon. Help us get there. It's going to be great. Um, spread the word spread all the, the way word. to hell and back. Yep. Spread the word everywhere. Every cr- nook and cranny. I want you to open your window right now and say pop samurai on patreon go donate that's what we want you to do and of course you know just you know head over to popcomwalkie.com because we're going to be there november 5th and 6th at the i'm forgetting the place we're going to be at uh, i don't believe uh it is at the paper. crown plaza hotel and convention center beautiful beautiful place i almost never been but i almost <laughs> said something else but yeah crown plaza hotel and convention center popcomwalkie.com it's going to be great november 5th and 6th head over to popcomwalkie.com buy your tickets it's only ten dollars for the weekend pass plenty of people there are you know we're going to have uh, a lot of celebrities anthony pettis we got 
uh, Carol Smitty, who was Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch. We have uh, Aria Lehman, who was the first Jason. We, we, we have 300-plus vendors. So get out there. Buy your tickets. It's going to be one big, great weekend. And uh, it's a great weekend for nerds. And uh, we're going to be there as well. So come check us out. You know? You'll see that we're just regular people, too. Good stuff. Woo! Woo! How you guys doing? Doing great. We're going to start off how we always start off with... What you watching, guys? All right. So, TV side, watched a little bit of a. I watched. I got dragged into it. Actually, it was Penny Dreadful. We watched all three seasons. Wow, nice. you marathoned it all, huh? Nice. Yeah. So rushed was, ending on that third one, eh? Yeah. I tried so hard to get into it. It's, it's uh, great. I do love it. I just, I just keep getting pulled away from other stuff. I'm sorry. It's so good. It's a great show, and I keep trying to go back to it's it. Great. It's great. So yeah. good. But it, oh, man. my only issue is. The, even the creator said, oh, it was only meant to be three seasons. They set up so much stuff for it to not to be done. <laughs> exactly. Some some sort of deals made, and for some reason, they made them walk away from it. Yeah. We had some whole, we had was, a whole podcast where we talked about this. Right, <laughs> right. And it's all these open hole endings. Yeah, there was like stuff that was like, you started something and didn't finish it. What the hell? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. But did you enjoy it? You enjoy I, it? I, it was okay. It was good. It was okay. good to There's, see these characters. And, There's uh, one thing ways. I got to ask you about. What? Uh, now that you've watched the series, do you think absence makes you want to bang dudes? Um, I don't know, <laughs> but I don't think I'll be trying it anytime soon. Yeah, the whole Dorian Gray thing was I, just—I literally text. Uh, that was a weak point in the Paul. series. Was Dorian Gray? He's like, no. What there, the hell? There's so about? much more they could have done with that character. Yeah, like even with season three, now it looked like it's building up to something, and all of a sudden it's like, boom, show's over. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Yeah, and. Yeah, the whole uh, Billy Piper's character Angelique, walks away. That's it. The whole mm. Angelique character was brought in just to be killed off, like right away. And he to go. He went back to the. Uh, li- well, her name was Lilith Frankenstein at the, in her second incarnation. Mm-hmm. I forget her name when at the beginning of the series, but but yeah, I I, I liked it in the kind of uh, the small take that it took. You know, it wasn't like. Um, I kind of kept on thinking about uh, what was the uh, Van Helsing movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where they tried to squeeze all the movie monsters into one mm-hmm. thing. And they ca- they did they did the same thing here, but they were able to uh, kind of spread it out. They even a brought in bit. Van Helsing. Yeah, yeah. Early on. Only to be. For a very, very brief. short time. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. This is like <laughs> such a great character and like the Penny Dreadfuls that it's. It, Made no sense to even get rid of this they, guy. They could have this 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 series uh, we've talked about it before. It could have went on for way longer. It could have double what it's what the length it is now. Right. So, yeah. Um, with all the stuff uh, that they I love to the Frankenstein's creature. That was kind of cool at the begin in the first. Uh, they psych you out with. <laughs> yeah, the protea Proteus was not. The, I was like, oh, okay, so this is Frankenstein's monster. No, no, it wasn't. No. <laughs> yeah, but even creature towards the end starting to get memories back and everything like that it's like okay cool this is going somewhere yeah and it's the just end oh, come on guys well never say never to a fourth season i just don't think it'll be centered around i mean everything's centered around uh vanessa ives in this right. these three seasons which so. how great was she she was right. awesome but when when you have a series that has all the um paranormal and everything i was like trying to think of the different ways that this they kind of could bring her back either mm-hmm. coming back from the dead uh something to do with 
Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, possibility of her uh, walking on the whole another plane of life, showing up as some sort of like uh, astral character, some sort of ghost or whatever. Even your but, force ghosts. Well, no, but I <laughs> no, mean, yeah, it's I it. you, you have all that kind of stuff yeah. within all that kind of. Oh, yeah. Where so she's caught like, between the two different worlds and or three. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So, but yeah, Moving you guys on. have a podcast for that whole thing. Yeah. It was good. Right. I liked it. Um, my favorite, I saw, well, I saw Swiss Army Man. Okay. And that was interesting. It so was, score uh, it. I would say, uh, um, one being worse, 10 being best. What's the pop star on my scale? Let's uh, go. It's going to be eight. Eight? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. Okay. And then my favorite movie of the year I just saw was Hell or High Water. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. <laughs> my, fa- my favorite movie of the year that was, I don't know. How think well anything. acted was that film? It was right? awesome. I could tell from the trailers that thing was so, be so awesome. well acted. So <sighs> funny. It's so funny. Um, Jeff Bridges is just like, I mean, he's just. Uh, he's so just, the perfect ten on the yeah. scale for you. Ten, ten out of ten. ten. Uh, I've, I, I, know, I know this film is going to be my my best. top. Just the banter at the end between Chris Pine and and uh, and Jeff Bridges was just like, oh, that was just like the nicest. That was the nicest bow on the on the whole package of the movie. Uh, but I, could t- I, could tell I, I love that love movie. One. I love the feel. Made me want to become a cowboy in uh, West Texas, drinking beers. And you know, Robin Banks. I love Western so much. <laughs> I, I, I know this film is going to be just for me. I know it, it is. I just is haven't been able awesome. to get to it. So Paul, awesome. How about I, you? Have you watched anything? I haven't had any opportunity to watch any movies. My life has been just super busy the last week. Uh, you know, it's been two weeks, and I don't even know like what I watched last week or anything. <laughs> I so much on the DVR. We're going through bunch of stuff recorded that we haven't gotten around to but i did watch wars rebels oh. and for you star wars fans that aren't watching star wars rebels you're missing a big part of the story big part of the story if you're only watching the movies you gotta get into clone wars and star wars rebels this is leading to the whole rogue one thing nice and nice it's, it's getting high praise for it what? high praise for the opening episode right it's the first episode just released right that's it yeah yeah and those uh, Star Wars fans are also Doctor Who fans. We got Tom Baker in it now, so mm-hmm. the Bendu, <laughs> a force uh, sensitive creature. Okay, right, give it a give it a score. What, what's the score for the first episode of season three? Right, season three. It's a great introduction. Uh, doesn't really hit the ground running too hard. But uh, I'm going to give this an eight. An eight? Yeah. Okay, we, cool. We bring back, uh, there's a character named Hondo, who's also from Clone Wars. Just Hondo? Is it like uh, the love child of he, no, he, 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 he smuggles. Sorry, a stupid joke. He's a big smuggler. He'll turn his back on you in a second. Uh, he's he's kind of one of those, you shouldn't like him, but you do type mm-hmm. characters. Mm. So he has... Everybody kind of almost after him, you could say. So okay. he's gone now again. I'm sure he'll be back. And uh, just a lot of stuff going on with Ezra Bridger and Kanan now being blind, learning to use the Force in a new way. Hmm. That's going to be okay. cool. Cool, cool. All right. Um, I, I guess we're down to me. And I got to see a pretty great film. I went to go see Magnificent Seven. Um, it 
I want to see it. It's a good film. Yeah. Uh, it, I'm going to give it a score of a... I'm going to give it a 7.5. All right. It, it is a 7.5. It borders 8 for me, some, like depending how I look at it. Um, everyone has to understand this about me, right? All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into a little backstory about Jelani Hoon here. Um, my favorite film of all time is Seven Samurai. Um, it is Akira Kurosawa's masterpiece. I've seen it multiple times. I, I almost watch it like almost every year. That premise, that story, those characters, love them. Um, I've seen the original Yul Brenner, Brenner uh, uh, Magnificent Seven. Uh, enjoyed it enough. Again, not living up to my uh, standards of the Seven Samurai, but it was great. I, I enjoy the Western, so it, it, it scores pretty high for me. Now, Looking at this film here, you got Denzel Washington, Chris Pratt, you got Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, uh, um, Anton Fuqua, who is the director of Training Day and The Equalizer doing this film. Um, it is a fun film, right? If you want to go and just have a, a great time watching a Western, which we don't get a lot now, um, mm, nope. and a fun Western um, it is great. It is a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. It is literally almost like to, uh, I'm going to say it's like two hours and almost like two two hours and ten minutes, two hours and twenty minutes. You know, it, it, it I didn't expect it to be so long, but it didn't feel that way when you watch it because it's so fun. Because when you go through it, it just like it kind of just like feels like it's just going at a great pace throughout the film. There are a couple gripes I have with it. Um, no time at all. <laughs> no what series you're on right now but yeah um denzel washington's great he plays denzel washington <laughs> um yeah chris pratt is great he plays chris pratt <laughs> he he you know but uh they, they have some great characters but the character he plays kingpin no actually uh vincent nafro he pretty much he's a scene he's a scene stealer in his in his oh, in yeah his, in his uh when he comes in he has like this he he does something unexpected with his voice in this. I expected like you know Kingpin from from uh, uh, Daredevil. He comes in and he's like, I want to I want to compare it to like almost like uh, old timey uh, you know like those uh, uh, gold patterns. Like he does that voice and it's crazy, but it works because at first it's jarring. It's like is he really doing that voice? And then, I've, and then it works as he goes on with his character being like this. He is like this kind of older person who's like done a lot of bad things in his past. And now he's trying. He's like, it, looking Wait, for are, are you saying that he talks like the old guy from Family Guy? He comes in. He comes in. He just like. Does he talk awesome. like the crack fox from the Mighty Boosh? He, he, he comes <laughs> in and he has like this very soft spoken voice. Okay. Right. And sometimes it even like borders like in that like that crazy kind of like uh, um, gold gold digger, per, you know, uh, what full bearded. How's it going, guys? Like, not like that, but like not not totally I'm crazy. I'm the crack box. <laughs> not like that. But he comes in and he's like, uh, you know, uh, to be in service of, for other people. It's, he's doing that voice. And it's just like, wow, it's like he has like this very soft spoken voice for a person, for a person who's him. murdering fools. He's but a big he, guy with a little voice. Um, I, I'm What I'm getting from not <clears throat> actually hearing him, that in my head I'm picturing, again, combination between the old guy with uh, the weird voice who always wants to go after the son and family guy. 
and <laughs> the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. So that's that's what I'm getting. So well, I mean, you'll, you'll have myself. to see it. His voice is the one. It, it threw me off at first. I was like, this is, this is a jarring voice. But then it just works. And he steals every because he's like you. I They try to put a lot of the comedic. Uh, stuff towards Pratt's character, right? He has like the one-liners, well, the joking. He, yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's Star Lord in this film, and he does that. He does that really well. I he was he he was a great character. I liked him a lot. But Vincent Hoffrey's character has most of the funny scenes that happen yeah. in the film because he pretty much just steals the show with his character. Um, uh, again, another character who steals the show, uh, Ethan Hawke. He plays uh this character called Goodnight Robishaw, and. He was great in the film. He has like this commanding presence, but then kind of this backstory as well. And then uh, my favorite character, of course, because I, mean, I guess I'm because I'm Asian, but uh, uh, Byung Hin Lee, who plays the the Asian knife artist in this film, bring a knife the to assassin. a gun, bring a knife to a gunfight, and he wins every time. <laughs> um, it's it's great. Um, there are a couple gripes with the film. Um, there the the when they build up in the original Magnificent Seven and even in further back in the seven samurai film they have this nice like camaraderie like team building and also on top of that this coming together of how they got these to convince these people to come together in this film it feels like they kind of were just like picking up people along the way and they they were just kind of just agreed to the suicide mission you know and i, I did, think did it's it, kind of that way in the original I yeah. have to re-see it. But. Yeah, in the Seven Samurai, they kind of gave more to it, and every character had like more of a reason to it. In this one, literally, there is at least there is one character. It's like you don't really understand why he did it. It's like you know, it's like you just kind of just agreed. <laughs> they just <Yeah>. right. <laughs> That's all it was. I mean, there, a lot of characters. There were some characters that had like again. When I go back to Vincent Nafrio character, he was out for like more. There's a reason behind his joining, and then there was the reason behind Denzel's joining in this, and and even Chris Pratt's character had a reason for joining it. But then there were some characters that kind of just got picked up along the way, kind of just like you know. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> you know, right. So, and then at the same time, the characters, individual characters, all of them were great, right? But there was never that team building moment, right? It's like you understand that, you know, this strong, strong bond between them, right? There was still there was great moments between the characters, and there, but at the end when they're all fighting together, even though you still felt for all the characters individually, it was still about like, do I really understand whether or not one character cares a lot for the other character or not. And I was like, I really wish they would have showed more about them, like getting like that, that frat kind of like bond, you know, that like it, we're here, we're, we're doing this. And they had like one scene like that where they kind of like joked with each other and stuff like that. And I wish there was more of that, but, yeah. but it built up to this amazing set piece at the, at the end when there was again, just like in this, the original Samus and Mara and everything else. The, when they all come back and there's an army against these seven people that they set up all these traps in the town and stuff happens, it's it's some of the best action uh, on on film I've seen. So yeah. it's really great. It's a fun film. Um, couple of gripes with it, but it's not 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 anything to detract from it. I would recommend it. I would watch it again. I would actually want to go watch it again because I'm a big Western fan. Uh, um, so it's it's good stuff. Yeah. Thumbs up, guys. So check it out. It's great. What was uh, the score you gave it? Well, I gave it a 7.5, but it's bordering 8 for me. It's like I'm, I'm still settling on it because I just saw it like last night, literally last night. So okay. I'm still settling on it. It's like 7.5, but I think I might be leaning towards an 8. All right. So that's where we're at. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the news, guys. Um, 
lots of trailers came out since we last talked um stuff like that so we're gonna kind of try and limit everything down and kind of just talk kind of have a nice conversation guys how are you guys doing you know nice conversation all right so we got some trailers here uh let's go back 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 way back uh they released a trailer called nocturnal animals featuring amy adams and uh what's the dude's name um jake gyllenhaal jake gyllenhaal in the film uh there was a, a lot of hype for this i've heard about it uh alex you've seen the trailer how do you feel about it it's very weird. Uh, Tom Ford, man, he's a man of uh, all things. He does a lot of fashion stuff. Uh, he made uh, a single man, which was uh, uh, it was a really highly regarded film mm-hmm. that year, I think, twenty fourteen. And uh, he's looking to make his second uh, feature film debut. And uh, I, I don't know. It looks like it goes a little bit. I haven't been pulled in by his his movies, you know. Not to say that they don't look that interesting. It's just um, maybe the subject matter is just not my taste. Yeah, I mean it's a very stylish film, uh, shot film that we've uh, judging by the trailer. Um, it, it looks very stylish. The story is interesting. Um, you kind of get this kind of like what what did she do to this guy to have all this like stuff set off? I mean you got uh, you got kick ass in the film. I forget his name. Aaron. Aaron Taylor Johnson, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, he's yeah. in there, and he's playing like this crazy character. It's, it's fun to kill people, or yeah, whatever yeah. you know, and it's it's great. So um, I, I'll, I'll I'll go for it. I mean, I I'll have to see more about it to get more hyped about it. So we'll see what happens. Um, did anybody see the trailer for the Bye Bye Man? No, I did not watch that. No, no, I saw it. It's not that great. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, moving on, uh, passengers. Starring yeah. uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. Um, this movie has been talked uh, like it's a on good, the blacklist. There's, there's been a, a good game the about was this. On the blacklist, so. yeah. Uh, for people who don't know who, what the blacklist is, the blacklist is a list, the blacklist of of scripts, uh, some of the best scripts that are not being produced in Hollywood today, right? Yeah. Basically, so uh, this was on that list, and it's finally getting made. And there was a lot of a lot of talk about whether or not this movie was actually to come together because there was a lot of little behind the scenes things that were going on but now we're getting we're getting this trailer how did everybody feel for anybody who saw it um paul how about you yeah meh no no okay <laughs> just sometimes you do, you see stuff you just don't feel it okay alex well um what are we talking about again passengers passengers oh yeah <laughs> uh no I, I thought it looked all right i mean we'll see um a lot more action in it than i thought i would have seen mm-hmm um, for this movie, I thought it would have been a little bit more just a rom com. Yeah, I just don't know if it's a theater one for me. I just yeah, yeah. Uh, and this, I, don't know. I enjoyed drama. what I saw, but the problem I have here is it felt like it was two trailers mixed together. It felt like it was an action movie trailer and the rom-com trailer mixed together into one not a rom-com or like really? a r- r- romantic you romantic know, drama i don't want to a drama not even drama yeah i wouldn't say rom-com it was like a romance i saw no comedy in this yeah but it was it had two tones that didn't really feel like that they were going well with each other at first and i i really wish they would have focused more on you know what what was going on because they kind of went all over the place with this they gave you like this little opening of like oh they're going on a date and this and that and they revealed they were on a spaceship and I was oh like, the bartender's a robot yeah and then and then they, they then it goes into like action movies like what are we gonna do then it does like the whole dun 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 as it's pulling stuff out of the crate and putting it on and it's like we're gonna 
do you trust me? And it's was like, well, is this an action movie or is it like a romantic movie? Reminds me of Trigun kind of like a story that would be on Trigun before <laughs> they crash landed on the planet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So well, I, mean, I, I think what the trailer should have done is gone ahead and just made it look kind of like the love story. And then all of a sudden, like at the end for like 10 seconds, just have like quick flashes of action scenes. So you have zero idea of what's going on. Yeah. So now you're like, oh wait, now I have to see it. Yeah, because literally, less this was, explanation. Literally, it felt like it better. went a little too long too, because I felt like I saw a little bit more than I needed to. You know, because like there was like scenes of like Jennifer Lawrence dragging Chris Pratt, and there was scenes of like them floating in the air, and like someone getting trapped in the water bubble and stuff. And it was just like, you know, this the you showed me way too much. I feel like you could have just focused more on this trailer. I, I mean, I think it. Will I will go see it? I'll definitely go see yeah, it. Yeah, I mean I'll see it. It's just like I felt like this the tone of the needed to be, you know, the tone needed to be better. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, we got Mean Dreams starring uh, Bill Paxton. Alex, you got something to say about this? Yeah, movie? this looks kind of good too. This looks like it's up there with. Uh, um, I don't know if it'll be as good as Hell or High Water, but it's another. There's been a couple movies that are like little little like it's all uh, the uh, this whole year has been punctuated by like the small kind of not tentpole movie mm-hmm. films like yeah tentpole Midnight. films have been failing <laughs> so like the witch was a, one of my favorite horror movies this year mm-hmm. well, and it wasn't really even a horror movie it was just like period a, piece period piece and then you have midnight special which was awesome mm-hmm. like one of my favorite like superhero movies this year mm-hmm. basically or super being movies mm-hmm. and then hell or high water you know neon demon came out this year and then mean um uh, mean dreams mean dreams um this looks like another uh pat bill paxton he he's menacing is, in this yeah he is uh, a bad motherfucker in yeah. this movie i mean he is like god is he, he's a guy with a daughter and he's in some dealings and he don't take no shit from nobody and he's grabbing his daughter by his hit. It looks like he's going to beat the shit out of his daughter in the in the trailer. Yep, not a good guy. No, not a good guy at all, but I can't wait to watch him in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it looks great. I, Bill Paxton, I, I, I don't feel like he's I like how the other guy's like, actor. I, I'm the tooth fairy compared to what's coming. <laughs> like, yeah. I so, love that. So I, I feel like Bill Paxton is good enough, like, appreciation for what you know he's a great actor yeah i mean, I mean come on man game over man <laughs> come game on. over man game so he's a, he's a great actor um i i i hope this kind of uh pulls him back into the light you more. stole dorothy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i hope that brings him more back into the light he's a, it looks like a great film looks like it's gonna be a powerful piece so uh, i'm all for it um i'm going to talk about a movie trailer i gotta talk about it but it's called trespass against us it stars michael fassbender um and I'm getting a hell or high water feel from this, right? Or I'm getting a hell or high water feel slash maybe uh, I, I don't, I'm not really sure what other films. Are, it it has this feel of just like this this he plays like this father who's who who father of his kids and he's like not a great guy. He's not a good guy at all. He's 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 in and out of like getting arrested. Um, he, he didn't even talk, call it out in the in the trailers like I've never been arrested. It's like you've been arrested hundreds of times. It's like well, I've never been convicted, you know. And he's kind of just like you get like the sense from the trailer that he's trying to get out of this life. But he has a father um, in the film who is basically kind of like this bastard who's who's kind of just like uh, 
forcing him to do these jobs and this and that and, and you know it, they even punctuate it in the in the trailer of just like you know um michael fassbender says to his dad in the film just like you know i i'm 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 trying to do do right by my family you know and then bob looks at him and like i am your family you know and then it, it just like at the same time it's like he's he's trying to get out of this life and do better for his family but then he's still being pulled back by his family you know his other family you know so it looks really great i'm getting this you know really great feel from it it looks like it's gonna be a powerful piece michael fassbender in it um i'm forgetting the who's playing the father he's a great actor and it's screwing with me right now because i'm not getting it but uh yeah so it is what it is <laughs> but uh other than that then the, the only other things that came out this week were the teasers uh for ghost in the shell guys um how do we feel about this i think we're on the right track uh the 10 second spots and uh, not a where you know i would have gone for a better uh trailer but i would there was a fan-made trailer where they pull all the spots mm-hmm. into it and they use the same music that they did for the other trailer uh the the original animated mm-hmm. movies trailer and it like hey that's ghost in the shell to me i get you know it's <laughs> okay i mean until we see some of the more heavily uh, heavy effects shots i mean but this is i i like that i like that they didn't sh- have a lot of uh heavy effects mm-hmm. in here yeah it was kind of I definitely got the Matrix feel from it. Okay. So okay. yeah, I mean, I I, I think I I'm excited. I'm glad that they're doing it. Um, take away the whole Scarlett Johansson cast in as you know an Asian. It should be an Asian actress's spot. You know. But they're saying it's not the that character. She's a different character, I guess. But I mean, we'll see. I don't know. You know. Yeah. Whatever. But as long as uh they tell a good story and um you know. They do, and all the actors and actresses do their job, you know? Yeah. Convince us. I'll say it's okay. It looks, you know, ghost in the shell, right? Yeah. It does, has the the aesthetic of everything, but I'm just like, these teasers, man. Why why release all these 10-second teasers? Why not just give me a full-fledged, like, teaser trailer? Why not just do that? Because this was bullshit. <laughs> I mean, that when that when that fan made trailer was cut together, it was like, why didn't they just release this? Yeah. Like, what if what was you could have cut all these ten second teasers together to one whole thing and had it come out a lot better? This was just bullshit. I don't know when, when did they re- release those. Like, was that like during a football game or something? Or? <sighs> I don't even remember, man. I, I don't even know. Well, you I, cut I from the on YouTube, broadcast man. of the, t- you know, just is that supposed to like, oh, that'll be imprinted on people's minds now? Like, yeah, I don't, no. I don't know. Mm, um, no, stop with the ten, the sixteen second trailers, even those like teaser, teaser trailers. Teaser to the teaser trailer. Yeah. I hate these things so bad. Um, but hey, uh, I guess it. I mean, it does give me that feel. I don't click on them, so maybe yeah. if we enough of us don't click on them, they'll realize that we don't want them. Yeah. So, um, I'll give a shout out to Beat Beat uh, Beat Takashi in there. He, you know, he great Asian actor uh, coming into this film. I, I'm all for it so i'm excited yeah. for him in there um paul how do you feel about these teasers just i'm not into it it just i don't i don't care for it did you watch the original one the original ghost in the shell i've seen parts of it oh, okay i mean sometimes it, something's just not your thing you know yeah like, anime, just, we all know that there, there's just paul's thing yeah. right there's just stuff that i don't care for <laughs> that i um, yeah okay Oh, good talk, guys. <laughs> I'm I'm just sorry, yo. Know? It's just it's no, just not no. my thing. Like everybody's right. okay. a, lot, a lot of stuff that you know that, that's all it is. Everybody here has their own things. All right. So Okay. All right. So we're real quick. We're gonna get through this whole 
a uh, couple we have like three little topics here rapid fire real quick and then we're gonna get into paul's uh he's got a little thing to talk about real quick because he wants to talk about his little we're, oh, we're yeah. ramp, ramping up the star wars and he has a theory and mm. he wants to talk about it so before we get to that that's gonna be top of the show paul's patented theories let's do it all right so here comes rapid fire here equalizer 2 uh antoine fukar is gonna be starting shooting on that in september next september how do you feel about that we'll see if it happens We'll see what happens. Oh, I'm excited for it. I just saw Magnificent Seven. I'm all for it. Let's go for it. Meh. Yeah. Meh. We'll see. Okay. All right. Uh, Power Rangers. They had the poster teasers. For Absolutely the not. No. 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 Make it go away. It's giving me uh, everything is kind of like uh, it's a step up. Uh, uh, Wait. You get, do you guys? Do you guys know like adults actually still watch Power Rangers? Have you ever come across those guys? Nah, I, I don't, don't know. So. I mean, I think everybody just kind of just if they do, they keep it hidden from me. <laughs> I have, a, I but, see, but they're out there. They're they out are there. out there. I see adults wearing like Power Rangers T-shirts, like you know the Blue Ranger, right? Black Ranger. Well, usually that those guys are like in their twenties, and those will be like the Power Rangers from like the original season. Yeah. The, so I don't think that they're still watching it but eh, you never know. you gotta think like there were nine seasons before that season that came to us yeah. in japan i mean that's this thing right. goes back to the yeah 1970s. and they were they were they were just using clips from japan except when they needed to from like, a certain show. season right and then yeah. unless they needed to show them without the masks and they had like yeah the recasted stuff yeah yeah, yeah. kind of so, like how fraggle rock did i don't <laughs> fraggle rock had different I, I I don't mind. I I mean like I I we'll see. I I don't know. I gotta see a trailer. But like the posters, okay, they've shown the size of the Zords and you know like hey man, we're not getting the Voltron movie yet. They're Jaeger sized. Yeah. <laughs> well, are they, I mean, are they gearing this towards grown ups or is I don't it gonna? Know this I don't like these trailers. This uh, try, um, I don't like these posters at all. Uh, there's the one poster where the guy's kind of just laying down on his side on the on his thing, and I was like, oh, "You guys, these these things are horrible, man. I don't like these." If at we all. get the if this movie does well, then we look at look at Voltron to get made into a live. Okay, movie. I mean, I'll buy. I'll 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 yeah. be all for this if it leads to Voltron. But Voltron's written more intelligently. Yeah, so that's what well, I'm saying. I, so I, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen the remake. The remake's pretty good. It's not too bad. Really? Yeah. Yeah, what? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I just because <laughs> like, I'm, I'm hesitant on really? that. Like I've seen the trailers for that. I haven't actually seen it. But oh, you like Voltron, but you don't like Ghost in the Shell. I'll tell you. <laughs> hey, every everybody has their certain when it comes to anime. People that don't necessarily care for anime, they have their things. Like there's certain yeah. things that stick out. Like I, I grew up with Gotcha Man, and I grew up with uh, yeah, yeah. Um, why is it eluding me now? Uh, Battleship Yamato. Yeah. Um, Battle Moon Stars. Star Blazers, it there was it called. That's here. what it was. Fantastic. Macross? It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I, I, I didn't grow up with it, though. I would like a Macross Gundam? movie. Gundam? Yeah. I would like Gundam. All right, so. Well, I guess we're all kind of like just all over the place on this. Okay. With Power Rangers, I think that you get this to work, and maybe we see those other shows. So we'll maybe let's hope we're hoping that this will do well and we go it'll get somebody like paul into the movie theater once he sees the trailer to go to those because we need we need the older when the trailer for power rangers releases i'm gonna like everyone's quiet i'm gonna say paul 
What do you think? Bless Pause, it. and then it's gonna see Bless what it's see. Like my long... my will you go my new this. my new hesitation about the whole thing is now my five year old nephew is into Power Rangers uh, Dino Chargers. Is that what it is now? And know. that's that's it was like what it is. I think that's that's what it know. is right now. That's that's what all the stuff at the store is when we were looking at buying stuff for his birthday. And uh, I sat through a couple episodes with him, and it hurt. It hurt it bad. Just, yeah. It hurt? Did it yeah. Hurt? Like I um, I was looking for to go down in the basement and try to find like a scratch all in the tool room and just drive it into my temple just to like get it over with. Was it bad as bad as uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows? I haven't God. seen Out of you know the Shadows. You know how disappointed I was in that. You know what I mean? I love the first wait, of the movies. Wait, that's so. Wait, Out of the Shadows is the second one, right? The series. Yeah. No, it was a series. That's where you get cow. That's where you get uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Wait, wait. Okay, I'm confused. Wait, where are we? Okay, wait. That's that's the second movie. Oh, the second one of the remakes. What was the name of the series? Oh, that was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Was it? So the, the second one is Out bad. of the Shadows with Krang. Was it bad? Yeah, it was bad. Really? I You liked the first one though, right? Yeah, it was good. And then they like I mean, it was all right. The first one was all right. I like, you know, wasn't that bad. The second one was just like um it was just like made for kids. Like they put everything you wanted in there and I still enjoyed it, but not to the point of the first one. Because you put Krang in there, he does nothing. You put Shredder in there, and he does nothing. And Bebop and Rocksteady are in there for a couple. Of th- Casey Jones, you put him in there, he does nothing. You had every, you know, which it was sucks because like, that was always kind of like my favorite character. Yeah, I kind of wanted Jones. to see the dysfunctional family between Shredder, Bebop, and Rocksteady and Krang. You know, like that was kind I of. I think no, I didn't record that yet. They would be hanging on to the. They'd be hanging out in the Technodrome trying to devise their next plot. Well, know? hopefully, hopefully, uh, say come Black Friday, I'll find it for like seven fifty, and in like a year's time, I'll find the time to watch it. Yeah, I got, the, I have a, like a free um, movie rental, so I, I did rent it. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for putting me down. Well, just just the original movie in itself. I, I think to myself. That it was cool for its time, but I was still, I remember being disappointed in that. Just from having the original, like, five issues. Yeah. Because I just, I hated the changes that were made and everything. I I think it's kind of hard to give characters, like, swords and that. Yeah. And not have them. And everybody's keeping their limbs. Just, come on. Then just give them sticks. So. Okay. All right. Well, that last rapid fire, guys. Was that it? Was that it for <laughs> well, the uh, rapid fire? Really, really quick. You guys know that Ninja Turtles all came about as a mistake, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. Wasn't it a joke? What? Wasn't it like uh, uh, Matt Murdock was uh, hit by the uh, toxic uh, whatever? No, no. I'm just saying how oh. it's created. How Peter, uh, um, Laird and Eastman. I mm-hmm. get their first names mixed up. I always reverse them. Okay. But I guess there was a contest to like create like a superhero or like a team of superheroes, uh-huh. and they were going to enter it. Uh-huh. And then it was going to be something where then you had the opportunity to make a comic book or work with this company to make a comic book. And it was like a last minute thing. I don't know if drinking was involved, and they made Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, sent it in, and 
uh, mm. the original com company that released it, and I'm not sure which one that was, just went with it. And it's kind of crazy when you look at success. It's something that's just a complete, almost like a mistake. Okay. But it, it's it's still with us today, which is mm. kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, how many generations already have collected like Ninja Turtle toys? Yeah, it's many true. generations. I would yeah. like 25 cents per every piece of Ninja Turtle merchandise ever sold. Yeah, that, 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 that'd that, be that's, a, I'd like that deal. Loaded, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Last rapid fire What's topic is uh, the picks for uh, the Jumanji uh, movie. We had The Rock, um, Kevin Hart, uh, Jack Black, and Lady from Doctor Who, Gillian. Uh, What's her name? What's her name, Paul? Jump aboard this Doctor Who bandwagon. Karen Gillan. Okay. (laughs) Yes, Amy Pond. Yeah, so she's there showing the off blue her stomach from, her uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> how do we feel about this picture? Uh, I have no idea what's going on. It I, seem like yeah, there's, me. Uh, there's, there's things going on in that picture of the cast where there's more of a distraction because people are complaining about her outfit. Who's uh, short and mid dress. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see the point. I, I love her to death. I'm. I'm cool with it. Like, hey, whatever. So it, it's. Yeah, The Rock. I think he released a statement saying that uh, there's a reason for her outfit or something like that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. sure. I don't. I don't see what the big issue is with it. Um, again, yeah, this is going to be more of a like indirect sequel because I think they're just like inside that board or whatever. That's. The reason for them being in the the with the jungle setting, maybe we will see. Well, I, I don't know we'll why see. else they would no be idea. in Jumanji. I mean, we don't yeah. in Jumanji. I was thinking like I was just like, I was thinking like, yeah, what is up with these? Okay, so why do they have four people in here, and that? And I was like thinking, what if uh, so in the Jumanji movie, the kids get rid of the 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 board, yeah, and some other people find it. Yep, that's um, what I was kind of thinking. And if you don't finish the game. You know, it uh, it kind of like kind of stalls everything. You got to reset it when you finish the game, and it goes mm-hmm. back to normal. But uh, I was thinking, like, um, what if like uh, what if somebody got into a hold of this game board, like some corporation or something, mm. and they used it for promo- like a TV show, like you know, you like mm. enter into this game, like Jumanji we game have show? this, that's, like, and that's a bro- possibility, and they yeah. broadcast because yeah, like, they're not the giving us, man. they're not giving us a lot. See, and uh, that also had crossed my mind too. And I, I yeah, let me give a high five for here. That's how that's how you do it. The one of the things that crossed my mind of like what the possible story could be is like, what if they're like, what what if this the reason why they like this? And he says there's a reason behind her outfit. What if they're like they're actors in a movie, right? Yeah, and like just somehow they're get caught up with the game board at the same time that they're shooting a movie that has to do with like exploring something like that. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like they're all just like, they're not these characters, but they have to be these characters because the board's making everything come to life that happens in the movie. I think that'd be kind of like a, like a cool premise there. Yeah. It's like they're, you know, so then you gotta watch the original to get like kind a like better a idea. Of like where <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tropic Thunder was well, like... I, I, I don't, I don't really want them to go that route. I'm really but, I mean, just I'm hoping that like they're, that, they're but like, explorers. But you know what I mean? Like, Oh, they're 
like they're trying to they're going with this yeah, movie but, the, but like the guy, all of a the sudden the boards yeah. come with a light it just seems so weird like his name is brock smolders like is it Brock Smolder? Was it, it like it was some, Bravestone or something like that? I don't know what Stone his name. Stone Smolder. Fuckface. Whatever his yeah. name well, is. Well, I'm I'm kind of <laughs> hoping I'm kind of hoping that uh, it's one of these situations where somebody's playing the game, or maybe somebody's children are playing the game, get sucked into that world, and maybe this someone hires this team to go and rescue them. This is this is kind of that, that's that's a possibility. This is hilarious. Literally, we're having nobody has any Jumanji. idea. <laughs> nobody has game, any though. idea like, what this is about. Literally, we're just like eh, Jumanji, and then all of a sudden we're in like theory zone where we're just like now we're talking. Now like, I'm thinking back. Okay, I, but I, wanna, I just hope that this doesn't ruin Jumanji. I want everybody to keep the keep the. I want everybody if any if any of our fans are out there right now, I want you to keep tally of this. Paul's idea is that they have to go into the board, right? To rescue some. Yeah, to rescue somebody or something like that. They're in the board okay so we got that alex's idea is that a corporation is making people as a game show or some sort of forcible the thing running man yeah running man a la running. we're comparing it to different movies <laughs> my version is the a la tropic thunder version yeah where they're shooting a movie and at the same time either they're playing the board or maybe their kids are and like it's making the stuff around them come to life and they have to try and be their characters but they're not they're just actors what what if Wait, listen. What if this is kind of vice versa from the original? What if their characters aren't actually human? Oh yeah, they're manifestations of the board. They're they're the game pieces like Monopoly. Ooh, that's like Jack Black is a dog and now I I watched this, I watched Jumanji more times than I can count. I remember the game pieces being animals. So I'm just saying. But maybe that's also, but it's also a good, well, it's a good point. Yeah, a good but, point. but also, okay, listen, I mean, how many versions of Monopoly have we had now? Just more than one version of the Game Boy? Holy shit. There, it's possible. <laughs> Wait, there was Zathura. I remember Zathura. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I have that. I have that on DVD. I bought it for five bucks. You I was like, this look, no, I never watched it. It's, I think it's, it's still right. sitting there. It's, it's not Jumanji, but it's but all right. But no, I, I think it's been sitting still in its wrapper like in my big bin of, of dvds like that every time we've talked about a film i feel like you bring up a shrink wrap film you have at the house punisher is still shrink wrapped which one dolph lundgren oh, i've seen i've seen it once i've never i never i was like yeah you know it was like i think it was like uh like, you know like the buck bin like at big lots You're like, I'm like i can spend a buck on this i think that's actually how i uh found zathura Oh. I think it was Big Lots. I also got uh, Magic and um, American Werewolf in London there. The original one? Yeah, the original oh, yeah. one. And find. I got those for a dollar. Oh, that's good stuff. That's good that stuff. A good and I, it showed, I remember showing Magic to my wife. <laughs> this is why I like ventriloquist dummies. And then I went and I showed her it. And she's like, this shouldn't make you like ventriloquist dummies. <laughs> I literally, What's wrong with you? I literally had three topics where I was like, rapid fire, guys. I thought we were just going to be like, yeah. It okay, doesn't matter. Right, this okay. this is this is pop samurai. We, we, always totally, go and... we totally turned Jumanji into a whole theory session. I can't believe I love this show. <laughs> I'm like I'm like the ADHD person <laughs> we, of this we, show. There's one person compared, the, I, compared like, the story to Running Man. One person compared. <laughs> the Tropic Thunder and Paul's got like they're going in the board, bro. I going could, in, I, they could, could be rescuing or like the one. game pieces. Oh, I love I, this! Show I, so I'll much. put my money on on any one of three of our ideas. I think all three of these else. ideas. I, w- I bet there, if there, we had a fourth person right now, I bet they would totally like 
bring up what the, a different idea of what this might be. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe this. This is great. I, I appreciate this, guys. That was good. <laughs> um, so uh, <laughs> we're running over time, guys. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to yeah, push we? we're gonna push the theory, Paul's theory, over to, to uh, Talk Dojo. I think it fits there, too, because he's going to go into a long talk about it. Um, so... Thank you guys for joining us here on Pop Samurai Scene Dojo. We appreciate you guys so much. Please go and check us out all over the place. Uh, PopSamuraiNetwork.com, Pop Samurai Cast on Twitter. And uh, don't forget to go to Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash Pop Samurai. Uh, appreciate you guys so much. I'm your host, Johnny Hoon. Alex Pacheco. And Paul Pack. Thank you so much for joining us. Go check out all the stuff on YouTube that we have out there. And go and make your own theories and submit it to us on twitter about what you think jumanji is gonna be might be a sequel Woo! to batman might be a sequel to batman what if what if i'm ending the podcast bye will our heroes podcast survive spread the word subscribe and tune in next time same pop samurai time same pop samurai channel